Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Been a cool little minute here, man, but you're back again with another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast, man. Today, we got a very good episode for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, the Marcus Peters signing, right? We got to get into what can happen with Hunter Renfro and training camp starts tomorrow, man. So we got a lot to get into. So let's go ahead and get this theme music rocking and let's get this football season started off right. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal, man? Once again, you're watching another episode of the Raiders Recap, so make sure you're tapping on the like and subscribe button, man. Football season is officially here, right? So it's officially time to start getting ready to go to work, man, especially here, man. So expect us to be dropping regularly because training camp is tomorrow, starts tomorrow. You know, the veterans reported today. So, you know, football season is back. And, you know, we got to start with the most relevant news, man. So let's start off with the Marcus Peters signing, man. The Raiders have signed Marcus Peters from, you know, the free agency whole thing, man. And now he's a member of the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a guy that I was saying that the Raiders should have signed a long time ago, right, at the end of the day. Not a long time ago, but at the end of the day, I was saying for a minute on this offseason that Marcus Peters would be a very interesting signing for the Raiders. Why? Because there's a number of factors, right? Veteran leadership won. Definitely need veteran leadership for this whole cornerback secondary room. It's a pretty young secondary, right? A lot of players that, you know, are are entering some years where they have some proven years or some rookies that's in the room. So at the end of the day, man, this guy brings a lot of veteran leadership that you need for players of that caliber, right? Number two, I mean, I think that this guy still has very high ability when it comes to reading and dissecting plays, man. I think this guy studies a lot of film a lot of tape. And you can see it when you watched him play this last season. Now, this last season, we got to keep in mind, he was recovering from an ACL injury, right? So last year was the first year he played prior or after that ACL injury, right? So then we're sitting here, he's getting his rhythm back. You know, it, it takes players at least a year to get their old rhythm back, especially after a major knee injury, right? So now we're looking at that. So Last year was just something for him to get his feet wet. Now this year he should be coming in with a little fresher body, right, with a little more healthier body. And like I said, the way he reads and dissects plays, it's very, very impressive, man. And then when you look at at him, he loves to play the press man, which is something that Patrick Graham is going to be implementing a lot. But at the same time, if you've been watching the Raiders, you've been studying the Raiders, you know that Patrick Graham likes to play a number of different coverages, right? So if he's going to play his number of different coverages, number of different packages. What does that mean? You need people that are versatile. You need players that are versatile. And Marcus Peters is just that. Not only is he a pretty good press man corner, but at the end of the day, you're going to get some very good zone ability. He's now turned into somebody that's probably better zone corner than he is a press man corner at this point in his career. But at the end of the day, he's able to still do both. Next, he gives the Raiders much needed length on that corner position, right? When I every time I've talked about the corner position this offseason, we've sat there and I've said that we have a lot of guys who are versatile, but at the end of the day, have a certain body frame, which is very small. We have a lot of nickel, we have a lot of slot corners on the roster. 
which at the end of the day allows you to play versatile coverages, but you need somebody on the outside because we're playing teams like the Chargers twice a year who have those big ass receivers, right? And you need, and we have a bunch of other play, uh, teams this year who are going to be playing who have big receivers as well. So at the end of the day, we need to get some length. They signed Brandon Facing. Now you get Marcus Peters, somebody who is a no doubt outside corner, right? This is somebody that you can look at and say, this is an outside corner, which now allows you to play Nate Hobbs either on the other outside or he can play slot. Like I said, the versatility, but you needed one corner to stamp down that outside position, and Marcus Peters is that guy. Last but not least, something that I think is the, the most important factor of signing this guy, he just gets his hands on the football, right? And, I mean, when you're looking at football, when you watch football, not everybody has that innate ability to just get their hands on the ball playing defense. If that was the case, everybody playing defense would fucking do it, right? So when you're looking at Marcus Peters, he throughout his career doesn't matter what team he's been around he's been around a couple of teams chiefs rams ravens when you look at all the teams he's been on there's one distinct factor that has followed him throughout every you know tenure of whatever team he's been on he gets his humble recoveries interceptions pass deflections you feel what i'm saying like and this is something that the raiders if you watch this team closely severely have been lacking for years, right? For years, we have had very little players get their hands on the ball or at least, you know, be able to be that type of disruptor. Now we have somebody in the secondary who has proven throughout his career that he's going to get his hands on the ball at the very least. He's around the ball. And that's something that you want your young players to learn. And also this defense needs a shot in the arm back. So like I said, Marcus Peters has signed with the Las Vegas Raiders, but not only is he going to bring, you know, stuff on the field, he's going to bring leadership off the field. And that's something that the Raiders are looking for as they build this team, right? So that's the Marcus Peters news. Tomorrow. So let's get into what, you know, the, what's going on with the team, right? And the most major story coming out of training camp was going to be the health of Jimmy Garoppolo. What's going to happen with Jimmy? Right. It has been reported by a number of beat writers and now it has been confirmed by people on ESPN, things of that nature. Jimmy will be a full go at training camp tomorrow. Right. And that is the most positive news that we can hear because the whole offseason has been filled with is Jimmy going to be healthy? Is Jimmy going to be able to play during training camp or practice during training camp? I don't see him playing in the preseason, but at the end of the day, is he going to be able to, to get rapport with these receivers in training camp? That was my question the whole time, right? And now it has been answered. He's going to be practicing, and that's all I can ask for. We just need this man to get his rhythm. Now, that's not saying behind the scenes, him and Devontae haven't already been thrown. We got to think about that from just fans' perspective, all right? If we're going to really deep dive and really get to know this team, we got to think about it from all sides, right? They're, they're – you know, it's hard to tell that probably Jimmy and Devontae, Jacoby, Hunter, all these guys haven't already got some type of rapport, okay? We just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, at the end of the day, what this is here, this is just live bullet repetition. That's exactly what they need, right? So, who knows? They might have been throwing behind the scenes, you know, a little backyard throwing, something like that. But at the end of the day, you need that against live competition. And now Jimmy is going to be practicing. Right, once training camp opens up tomorrow for everybody. Now, the next story coming out of training camp for the Raiders is Josh Jacobs. Will he be signing? 
Now that is the whole big story. And as of today, right, all the running backs that were in that uh, Zoom conference, if you might recall, if you've been on the NFL news, right, uh, all the prominent running backs held a Zoom conference, right, to, to just to talk about the state of their position, what they can do, right? And after that Zoom conference, it seems as though all pretty much the running backs that were in contract negotiations came in and have signed their, their franchise tags or at least signed a one-year deal, right, Saquon? Barkley has came in, signed his deal, right? And then you get Jonathan Taylor. He was in contract disputes. He has now in the, he's now entered the building, and now he is practicing. Tony Pollard, who was also part of those contract disputes, is now practicing with the Dallas Cowboys and is at his facility. So all three of those running backs now going to the facility. What does that mean for Josh Jacobs? Me, personally, I don't know. I don't know if the domino falls. Now, you got to think about this. He was the leading rusher of the NFL last year. Does he have a certain type of leverage that these other running backs do not have? Yes. At the end of the day, he kind of does because when you look at the offense that's surrounding him, when I all the four running backs that I just named are the running backs that are going into there, you can look at, right, Saquon Barkley, and if you look at Jonathan Taylor as far as putting the load on their putting the load on their backs as far as carrying their teams, right? So when you look at Josh Jacobs, he's part of that mold, but at the end of the day, he still led the league in rushing. So he has a certain value that these other running backs don't have right now. And he's completely healthy. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor or Saquon Barkley went through some health things, but at the end of the day, they've gone through more major health things than Josh Jacobs has. Okay. So will he be showing up to camp? That is yet to be seen. I'm going to stick along the line that he's probably going to just be training by himself and just skip the whole training camp thing and just come before week one before he starts losing money. That's what I think is going to happen with Josh Jacobs, to be honest with you. Um, I've said it along the line. Some people may disagree with me, right? Some people may look at me and say, oh, you know, that 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 doesn't make sense. But, I mean, I think that a training camp for a running back isn't as serious or isn't as important as some of these other positions, right? Now, obviously, you got to learn. You got to get rapport with your teammates. But at the end of the day, if he's going to be carrying the ball as much as he's going to be carrying the ball, What's training camp reps to me, right? Like, just think about that. For a running back, especially of that position where the position declines, it's like training camp carries, you know, training camp this and that, more wear and tear on the body. I mean, like, why even put yourself through that if you know you can come in shape? We know he's going to be working, right? That's not a problem. That's not the issue. He's going to put his work in. We know he's going to come in and be ready for week one. So, like I said, I don't think training camp's that important four running backs, but at the end of the day, you know, we'll see what happens with that situation. As far as we can do right now, all we can do is just hold out and wait till something happens, right? And that's the that's the only thing that can be done as far as this whole situation. So let's see what happens, but you know, if, if he does wait until week one, I do know that we're going to get a very, very good look at all the other running backs that are behind him. As far as Zamir White, you have Britton Brown, and Sincere McCormick, somebody that everybody has talked about great late. So at the end of the day, I want to see what these running backs can do. We got to see what the stable can do. You still got Amir Abdullah. I mean, Brandon Bolden is still on the team. I don't know primarily what the fuck his, like, reasoning for being on the team is. I don't know what he does specifically, but he's still there, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we have running backs behind that we can look forward to looking at, all right? And, and training camp preseason – if Jacobs does not show up, is going to give us a very clear understanding 
of what we have behind him, right? And so I'm excited for that. Now, the next story we got to get into as far as training camp and the Raiders go, I believe two days ago, um, we were looking at a story saying that, you know, there's a rumor swirling around that Hunter Renfro's roster spot is in jeopardy. All right. I'm here to say that, number one, the only way Hunter Renfro is is leaving the Las Vegas Raiders is by a trade. All right. That's the only way he's leaving the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are not cutting Hunter Renfro. I think they're not cutting Hunter Renfro because at the end of the day, you have to, if they cut him, they're going to now take on a $12.6 million cap hit. All right. That's way too much money to be to be doing something like that, right? He's far too talented of a player to be able to just cut, right? Now, at the end of the day, now I'm looking, DeAndre Hopkins did also get cut, all right? And he, I believe, is a more talented player than Hunter Renfro. But at the end of the day, I still think it all comes down to the money. DeAndre Hopkins was making a lot of money at the time. Hunter Renfro's not making that much money as DeAndre Hopkins, right? So when you look at it, and when you talk about the cap hit, the cap casualty that can come from cutting Hunter Renfro $12.6 million, makes no sense, especially when the Raiders are about to get a lot of dead money off the books for 2024, right? Contracts like Corey Littleton, Marcus Joyner, right? Shit like that. All that shit is coming off the books. Why would they add another $12.6 million on top of that, right? It doesn't make no sense. So the only way Hunter Renfro is going to be leaving this roster is if the Raiders decide to trade him. Which I we gotta we gotta monitor. All right, I don't think it's a strong no. I don't think it can happen. At the end of the day, do I think it's likely to happen? No, but I don't think it can't happen. All right, now what do I mean by that? We have to already look. Unfortunately, all right, we've seen already around the NFL. There's been a number of serious injuries that have already went down. Right, already went down in the NFL. Training camp is not even a week old. All right, so we've seen a whole bunch of injuries go down. You don't know what's going to happen to another team's roster, all right? You don't know who's going to go down, who's going to be underperforming, right? And teams are more than likely going to try to make that change in training camp, preseason, before the season goes down, other than doing it during the season, right? Especially for Hunter Renfro. So, and I'm not that, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just mean that they would probably like to get him in the building right then, right? So at the end of the day, all I'm saying is, we have to monitor the NFL situation around the league if somebody goes down. So, you know, at the end of the day, that can happen if a team gives the Raiders the right package, right? We can see the Raiders dealing Hunter Renfro. Now, it has to be for the right package. Like I said, I don't think they're just going to deal him for a bag of fucking chip, right? So, at the end of the day, I think it has to be something that's really, really enticing, something that they just can't say no to, all right? So let's hope that if they do end up, you know, getting rid of home Renfro, that we end up getting something beneficial in return. Like I said, I don't think it's likely, though. I don't think it's likely as of right now. But, you know, there we are. All right, last but not least, we have to, talk, we have to touch on this last subject, all right? Now, Tyree Wilson. We have to talk about the Raiders' first-round draft pick. Tyree Wilson is being placed on the, I believe, pup list, I believe, is something like that. And if anybody out there is still looking at that, still tripping about that, I am here to tell you that they are just placing Tyree Wilson on the pup list just because, right, they want him to get fully healthy. They want his body to get fully ramped up right before the NFL season begins. He's going to be ready for week one. He's going to be out there. All right. Putting on that, everything that Raider Nation was divided on, everything that the media was trying to say 
was wrong with the Raiders, is going to be wrong with the Raiders before training camp, has pretty much come out and have been bullshit, right? The only thing the Raiders are really dealing with is just Josh Jacobs' situation. And at the end of the day, I believe that's going to get resolved. Okay, so right now, to distract us, the fans, and the Raiders as players as far as the season getting underway, us just trying to get better, and us finding, you know, some players to come in and give us real productive minutes, right? But at the end of the day, right, we're on a wait and see. But I'm just happy football is back, man. Once again, you are watching another episode of the Raiders Rundown. And remember, since football is back, you know I'm coming at you live, direct. You're going to be seeing this beautiful face damn near every week. So make sure you're tuning in, right? Because you don't want to miss any updates as far as the Las Vegas Raiders, especially when training camp comes around. Because I'm going to hit hit the subscribe button, man. Hit the little notification bell before you miss any of this good content. Let's get this theme music rocking, man. And I'm going to see y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.